Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, my name's Chris Paul and I am the CEO and founder of Man on Inverclyde, a mental health charity based in Greenock in the west of Scotland. And we're bringing you this message today to raise awareness of mental health and raise awareness of our charity and how we can maybe support you, your friends or your loved ones if you need it. Now, we started off as a suicide prevention charity and we're continuing that mission. We want to break the stigma attached to mental health. We want to break the stigma attached to men's mental health. And I know that a lot of men will be listening to this podcast. So please get in touch with us via Manon and Verclyde on social media. Um, you'll find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. If you're not on social media and you want to get in touch with us via email, just type in support at manoninverclyde.com. Our landline here is 01475-910258. So yeah, get in touch with us if you're struggling with your own mental health or you're concerned about a friend or a family member. One of our staff members are volunteers here to support you. Thanks for listening. Good evening all and welcome to tonight's edition of Live Monday Night Gallant Few Podcast. Uh, my name's Craig and I'll be the host tonight. Um, I'm joined tonight by Colin and by Davy Tomlinson. Um, probably pronouncing your surname wrong there, Davy, so apologies. Um, Colin, how was your weekend, mate? Oh, it was good, mate. It was after an absolute flyaway of Rangers deciding that they were finally got to scud somebody. We've been saying it for a few weeks. Somebody was do, uh, due a doing, so sun was out. Rangers were uh, playing the silky football. Had a wee wedding to go to after on Saturday night, which was uh, full of Hibs fans as well. So, um, I they go beat that day. So I had a, had a rare time Saturday night. And it all started with three points at Ibrox. As all good weekends should begin. 100%. Um, I have to say, that's probably the best uh, best weekend I've had since 
um, we're winning the Scottish Cup final. So um, no doubt we're going to be talking a lot about the weekend um, and going on to tomorrow's night, uh, tomorrow night's game. Sorry, um, but Davy, how, how's yourself and how did you enjoy the game at the weekend? Okay, yeah, enjoyed it. Um, yeah, um, well, I think we were all saying that somebody's going to take a doing sometime. Well, for it wasn't really a doing, really. But um, the, the, we got up and, and we got about them, and uh, it just uh, all of a sudden came. And we had games like that last year that we weren't getting the wins, so that's uh, just a shame. And I must admit, Celtic done well on, on Saturday and Sunday. Just a shame we couldn't even get get put a couple of goals back in them. But we'll go on. Hi. Uh, I think, like you said there, it wasn't a complete doing, but um, for me, the way that we performed in the second half is the way that I want to see the Rangers team performing. Um, the only thing I'm going to say on the, the game on Sunday is um, true to form, Derek McInnes' team plays a certain way against us and then fails to be able to play that similar style of play against another team from Glasgow. Uh, it's becoming a regular occurrence, but just a different team. Um, I watched a wee bit of it, and uh, see the balls in behind and stuff. The players were like 40 yards away from the 18-yard box, but yet you struggled to find a player that was outside the 18-yard box when they were playing against us. It's uh, strange how they, they line up differently against different teams. Eh? Um, Colin, just kind of going over the, the weekend, but obviously... Uh, you had a nice night on the on the dance floor of the the wedding. Um but talk take us through the game, um or your your perception of what happened on Saturday, but so first half first of all the, the lineup, there was a few changes in the lineup I was quite surprised with uh Davy, I think you and I made an ass ourselves last week. We both said we don't see how Ryan Jack gets any game time, then bang is straight in the start lineup. But no, it's nice to see it's nice to see that we're using the the options without weakening the, the first eleven really. Like we do have everybody will have their preferred choice over Jack, uh Davis, Kamara, etc. But it's good that we've got we've got these options without the the the, the level of quality in a nosedive. Um I thought it was pretty much the, the first half is what we expected. Just it was how how quickly could Rangers break down St Johnston? And I'll be honest, there wasn't. I think maybe they had a, a chance the first five minutes or something, a half chance there. But other than that, St Johnston didn't do anything to trouble us, and it, it was just going to be one of those games that it's, it'll it'll just be how creative can Rangers be and. I think I think we did struggle to uh, create a lot of clear cut chances in the first half. I'll be honest. I know you touched on it there. That second half was something completely different, but that's that's no necessarily no necessarily a bad thing at this stage of the season. If we're struggling to find a way through, um, I think the big thing for me is perseverance. How many times last season did we see we were coming up against two banks of five? We couldn't get the first goal, and the players just turned back, played the ball back into the, the centre half, the safe ball every time. We were trying, you could see we were trying different avenues, trying to go through the middle, using the wings, crossing for deep. So and again, Cholak, he was he wasn't isolated, so we were we were set up a lot. 
a lot more aggressive. Um, it was good to see Jack and Lundstrom kind of like setting off the the eighteen yard line at times. One set, one's grows. So uh, I think there was a, a few moans and groans uh, before the before Tillman leaped like a salmon, a salmon again. Um, but for me, I don't think I, I like to see how we're how we're up for trying different things, even if it isn't quite as fluid just yet. There was, there was a few players um, that were starting that haven't started, but like said, Ben Davies. Um, there was a few players that came into the game and were able to kind of make a mark on that game that I want to kind of touch on with you guys. Um, see, one of the first things that came to mind, and, it, and I didn't really notice it in the first half, but in the second half, a lot of people wouldn't follow following um People that I spoke to have said that they didn't really see much from Ben Davies to, to be able to make a big um, call on what he's going to be like, right? One thing I noticed, and it was a huge thing for me, seeing the second half, the, the amount of times that Goldson was camped outside their 18-yard box at times. Um, he likes to go forward at times, but I've never seen him do it so much. And we, this is by the point when we were 2-0 up, so it wasn't as if we were chasing the game. For me, it was that he was more comfortable having a player that he knew he could rely on um, at the left side of him. Um, I don't know if that's something that um, you took for the game at all, uh, David, but did you see much for Ben Davies or any of the kind of newer boys? Like, obviously, we've seen Tillman and what he's able to do, but um, see the likes of Lawrence and stuff. Is there any, any kind of new boys that have kind of jumped out at you? Well, <clears throat> sorry, over Davies... Um... Davies, um, the Colin says the chance that they got, he was left a bit stranded. The ball just went over his head, and it's a mix up between Barisic and and Davies. So that was a, the only really bad thing that I seen over Davies. His build up was 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 good, and as you say, now knows. I, I think Goldson will be right winger tomorrow night. <laughs> and uh, but um, no, that was that was uh, that was the one thing that. Uh, and we seem to see not a, not a new player, but we seem to see a, a change in Barisic all of a sudden. He, he the first half he was pretty passed back the same as always, and then in the second half I don't know where he got it from, but he just played so aggressive in the second half. And uh, the, the old Barisic came came back to 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 life for some reason. So I hope he keeps it up. Lawrence has been one of my favourites uh, since since uh, since he came in. I really think he's a great player. He's he, he, he gets into the box. He, he's not frightened to try a shot uh, from any distance. So I think he's he's been hitting them from about thirty yards even. And uh, no, it's really really good. Um, yeah, the other the other one was uh, the Kent was missing in Montando uh, was 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 put in the left wing. He, the 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 tackle he came back from uh, for the the Cholak goal. It was a cracker of a tackle. The guy just didn't you know what hit him. It was like a bus, a bus hitting him, and the the ball went to to Cholak. We're getting all the discussions now and the, the the TV programs, the BBC, and all of them that that he was offside. So what? Well, we lose plenty of goals that that are that are offside against us. So that's uh, that's just the way it goes. Once Far comes in, it might sort these things out. But um, we we deserve to win, and uh, nobody can take that away from us. But one thing, I mean, the Tillman, 
you you said he's like a salmon. He's like a booming harrier jump jet. <laughs> Never mind a salmon. <laughs> he just hovers in the air. <laughs> but, but we, we laughed about it last week as well, Davey. He's yeah. just so athletic, isn't he? So I know what I'll talk about how like, how much a leap he's drawn him, but that's down to the point you made last week about he's already built, he's already stocky. Um, he's... I, he's got a right good build on him. Um, he's no this scrawny wee twenty year old boy who has to build up, but this is he's already an athlete, and that's that's fucking massive. But you know what I think as well. See, when you look at his header, I actually think he aimed for the underside of the bar. I, I honestly do because because he really put in, in a lot of speed into his header to 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 in my opinion to hit the underside of the bar. But um, no, great player. He's got some brilliant moves as well. But I'll go back to say, no out in the right wing, please. I'll I'll make sure that that point's taken uh, tomorrow night at the at the conference before the the match, uh, David. I'll, I'll put that to Gio. Um Colin, see see something that stood out for me massively um, at the weekend, and I actually turned to the guy who sits beside us in the main stand. Um, I've not seen a midfield performance like that um, that John Lundstrom performed at the weekend since Barry Ferguson. Uh, that's me. I, I've not seen it. Um, a guy that makes it look so effortless, standing, pinging passes, like a young Bob Malcolm in his prime. Um, but he's got absolutely everything in his locker. Like He takes a shot, it's on target. He gets power behind it. He has two men on him somehow manages to get past them. Um, when you think he's got nothing left in the tank, he opens the legs and he's past somebody. Um, when there's a 50-50, you better believe that he's the one that's winning that. Um, when his player, when his teammates aren't performing, he's barking at them. Um, when other players are barking at his teammates, he's giving them I chat and you'll get banged. Um, He's like Mr. Rangers for me. This must have been what it was like for, for people growing up watching Soonest. But Colin, honestly, I, I think that guy actually makes other players perform better. No, see that first point you said there about how effortless it was for him. Because I, I said to see um, the 89th minute when not just about to announce the man of the match, you know, everybody does it. Who, who will it be? And it's always a gamble because it all really depends how steaming the sponsors are um, at that point. But, you know, I, I said to my dad, John Lundstrom, he said, uh, he looked as if he could have went up another two or three years and we were both right. Uh, for me, he was the best player in the park, but I, he could have raised his level. And that's just, that's the quality of player. Um, the last couple of years, well, there has been spells where our midfield has worked really well as a trio, depending on what you've seen. Davis, Jack, Kamara in Europe, we've seen, like you said, Davis, Jack, or Rebo, where we bit further forward, Scott Arfield coming in. What we've never had is just that one guy who will choose that that talisman, the, the guy who'll just run the game. The, it's a lazy comparison because you've just said it, but Barry Ferguson, you know, it's hard to. It's hard to make up. It's it's hard to put any words with it. Just saying, I. It was like how Barry was when he came back. Um, Colin, I, Colin, I, a, a midfield general. I think is the word you're looking for. Midfield general, sorted. I. That's absolutely it. And see the confidence that gives Ryan Jack or your Glenn Kamara. Stephen Davis, I don't think he quite needs the confidence. I really like the idea of some and Davis together at times because they do both dictate the game in very different ways but 
you know, we were talking about Ryan Jack last week, right? Where does he feature um, in this team? He features alongside John Lundstrom because Jack can focus on his own game. Lundstrom will look after him. And yeah, we've seen a lot of the time where um, we were, when the game was slowing down, we were playing what, what I would call the, the safe balls, you know, the easy balls where it's not really going anywhere. Lundstrom did do that as well, but it, it was quicker. He would maybe pass the Barisic who'd been in a wee quiet five, ten minutes spell, pass him, give him a touch of the ball, take it back off him, ping it, um, see how he, how well he moves the ball left to right and just get gets the other team moving. It's phenomenal. Yeah, honestly, I could actually sit and speak for a follower on how, how much that guy, like, honestly, see, at the end of the season, I was worried because I'm like, John Lundstrom spoke about how it's easy to not have a good season or a good half season. It's also quite easy to have good spells in a season. Um, we've had Kamara, we've had Aribo, we've had numerous players have good pe- good like periods in a season. We, we really need players like John Lundstrom to be consistent, solid 7, 8 out of 10s. He might not always hit the, the highs of at the weekend and, and look like he's going to be like the next Iniesta. But um, just one of the players that you can just completely rely on and know that he's... There's, see John Lundstrom as well. I, I actually feel that... See if you were to go down 1-0 or 2-0 in a game, like, it actually thri- he thrives on stuff like that. Um, he, he puffs the chest out. He's that type of player. He knows what it's like to play for Rangers. Um, but I we can't... He's his own, that, Craig. It's, like, we spoke about him being a leader last year, uh, last week when we were talking about his press conference and it's a... It's a different kind of leader that we've got, you know. Like I think Tavernier and Golson are leaders in their own right in terms of how consistent they'll be. Tavernier will always step up and lead by example. John Lindsay, I'm not, I'm not a believer. You should have eleven people screaming at each other in the park. I the, the days, the games change too much now, but you do need somebody with that bit of aggression, that bit of fucking bastardness that John Lundstrom has. As you say, you know, when we go one nothing down, he's like, this is a game. Start swaggering about. That's something that we've not had in a long time. 100%. You, you just said it there. Uh, my granddad said it, but maybe not using the language that you used there. Uh, he just says we're, we're too nice a team at times. Um, and, and that becomes apparent when you play against that other mob for Glasgow. Um, we, we share the city way. Um, you go into 50-50s, like the one with Kenny Miller at, at Ibrooks. Like, see that player that done that, Ibrooks, a few years ago? He should have been absolutely smashed in the next tackle, but we didn't have a player that would do it. Whereas, see, now, if that was to happen to a Rangers player, you better believe John Lundstrom's got that card marked. Um, and I, I would be very surprised if the guy was to get carried off the park. Um, Davey, I, I think Saturday was... Um, see, the week prior when we played... Kilmarnock and it was a very much a it was like a, a dress rehearsal for the kind of game that we were going to play on Tuesday night um, obviously St Johnson are absolutely nowhere near the likes of Yearman and stuff like that that play for PSV um, but I think the second half the intensity that we, we played at times um, the link up play the players looked as if they started learning how each other can play um, they were testing each other with passes and stuff um, I think that was that was another good test for what's what's going to be a huge task tomorrow night. Yeah, um, well, I, I, I don't think um, PSV will come and sit in and and try and 
try and keep the the nil nil. I don't I don't think that's in PSV's uh, blood to do that. Um, I, I actually now I've been saying uh, I, I think we're going to go on to, to looking at PSV, but uh, so I'll not say too much about it just now. But um, I, I don't see them coming in and sitting in with ten men behind the ball. I really don't. So I, I don't really think it's really that much of a um, going to be that much of a game. Um, where where you where where I think we differed is. Um, no, yeah, as I say, Barisic, he, he, he all of a sudden, uh, came from nowhere and he was getting right and right down the wing. And, and I think Barisic and Lawrence, that, that's, as we said last week in the pod, um, Barisic has never really had MD that covers behind him. Tavernier's had Jack always behind him. And there's a thing, I think it was Colin came away with that last week. And it really is that, that I think that, that, Probably gives Barisic confidence as well, and we but we just look to get into the box all the time, and that's uh, Tillman. Tillman is absolutely brilliant at, at turning away from players as well, and some of the one touch football. And I've I've got to say as well, I've always I've been one of Lundstrom's critics. Uh, so with this, I'll say uh, he's winning me over. He's really winning me over, but. The likes of Davies, you're not going to. You can't judge him in a game like this, where we've got ninety percent of the, the the play or eighty. What was it, eighty odds percent of the play? You're going to judge them in the coming game. Then you can judge Davies if, he, if he's playing, if he's picked, because you've got Luke de Young, and you've got um, a guy called Hus Till, who are the who are the strikers for for PSV. That's a game you're going to see whether. Davies is 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 up to to mark or, or, or as good as he is four millions says he is. The because I was yeah I was watching PSV during the week, uh, the weekend and uh, the whole game is crosses into the box. That's just their whole game. They don't they hardly do anything else. Crosses into the box for Luke de Jong and then they they, they try and get players round about if he misses. But I mean, I think the first four goals, the first three goals were 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 from from headers at the weekend. That's just their whole game, and so we're going to get get hit with. And they cross them from anywhere. It's not not just getting down to the byline. They cross them from anywhere. So that that's the biggest biggest one. So I, I don't think your your point was was it a good dress rehearsal. No, I don't really think so because I don't think PSV are going to play like that. No, I, I, I totally agree. Um, I think for us to expect even half of the calibre of player um, is what PSV have got to be playing against us in the, the SPFL. Even even some of the top teams um, when they come anywhere near them. But um, I just I think that we clicked at the right time, Colin. Um, there was there was link up play that. It's the old the old thing. You, you can only play against what you've got in front of you. Um, and the type of play that we were doing at points like Matondo and stuff that the when they were one on one, do you know I seen I seen glimpses of what I want from Wright. Like Wright's not the type of player that can take the ball in and hold it up. And you're got he's going to spray a pass and you're going to go. That's you're going to be talking about it for weeks on end. He's not that type of player. Just get the ball and run, pal. Um, that's that's what you're there for. Um, but there was there was play that I was like. 
if you play that against any team, they're going to struggle. Um, and, and the confidence that that's bred, I would like to think, can only be a good thing for Tuesday night, um, no matter who you're playing. No, absolutely. And it's... I, footballers are, are human beings and they... They, they do they do thrive on the right emotion. So I uh, getting that second half to performance in, that's drawn it regardless if it's in Johnson or if it was Queen's Park under twelves, I it's drawn it give you that confidence boost. Um especially especially when I don't think any of the goals were a, a gimme. Like we were talking about four nothing and it was mainly the, the second half we, we played really well but Every goal was a very, very well worked goal. Um, you talk about Matondo there, like that's that determination just to come in and clatter uh, through, get that tackle. As soon as I seen him leap, because I've not seen him tackle before, I, I just assume he's really like came out roof, came out roof as a definition of a striker tackling. So I seen Matondo lunging, I was like, it's obviously going to be a foul, but it was a great tackle and he, he won the ball and. You know, goes to Cholak. That's the kind of Cholak. Um, that's the kind of chances Cholak will. He'll score 10, 15 goals like that this season. Just the ball comes loose in the penalty box, bang, score. So I, it's well we we can't kid ourselves on. We we do need. To, we are going to have to lift our levels one or two gears. There's no doubt about it. But there's nothing. There's nothing. To Saturday that have maybe gave it, gave us cause of concern, which was probably the, the bigger worry. You know, I think Rangers were always expected to win comfortably in, in Saturday, but what would have really changed the mindset is if we drew one each or if we go beat one nothing or if it was a 90th minute winner. That would have knocked our confidence. Um, so I'm glad, I'm glad that we made it a routine for nothing win and we just, you know, we go in knowing that we disposed of that. Nonsense as we should be disposing it, and like we know what's in front of us. Hundred um, percent. See, on tomorrow night, right? I think Rangers have at times come up against teams that um, we've been quite the likes of Leipzig, the likes of uh, Dortmund, um, even going back when we were playing against Porto and stuff um, a couple of seasons back, and. You were going into going, if we can get a draw or we don't get absolutely smashed, um, not that I would be pleased about getting beat or anything like that, but um, the the level of the expectation was never ever there for me um, because I didn't have really anything to gauge. I mean, the likes are when we played against Leon and beat them 3-0, um, the, the Daniel Cruzan game. Um, that that was like something that at that point I was like you can only dream of. You go to Leon and you beat them three 0 and um, and ever since Gerard's come in, it's it's like slowly but surely. We spoke about it at the end of the season there, where it might not be an expectation of we are going to go to PSV home and away and absolutely blow them away, but I want to see you being able to go toe to toe with whatever way they're going to come. Like Davy said, there Davy Davy obviously knows a wee bit more about Dutch football than than the average Joe. Um, but whatever way that team sets out, I mean, we've played against Feyenoord that there were no mugs and we played them in their own back garden and gave them a fucking torrid time. I was sitting I was sitting in the home end uh, with my hands, sitting on my hands the whole game and um, there was points where I was going like, ah, man, we, we should be winning this. Um, 
and we, we did go ahead at one point and we did not look out of place. So these are the kind of games now where I actually relish. I don't go and go, right, I want to see his dig in and hang me. Like, if they're going to come and they're going to throw every cross under the sun at us, that's fair do, but I want to see us go toe-to-toe. Davey, see for what you've seen, am I, am I wide of the mark there that we're capable of doing this, or is, is this realistic to be going toe-to-toe with a team like that? Well, I, I was watching um, them play Go Ahead Eagles at the, at the weekend, and Go Ahead Eagles were actually, uh, until it was, it was one each, the, then the Go Ahead Eagles get a player sent off, and but the go-ahead Eagles were, were, were absolutely giving them a good game. And PSV just don't look... If you look at the Monaco game and you look at um, the game on Saturday, their defence isn't that brilliant. They're not that great. So, But where, where, they're, where they are strong is obviously, yeah, Joey Fairman <laughs> gets a mention again. What we've got to watch back is they hit the, the byline sometimes and they, they, they pass it back to Joey Bo- uh Fairman just outside the box or round about the the eighteen yard line, and he he can he hits him from there, and he scored two and two. I think against Monaco he scored and uh, maybe Ajax, and they scored in the weekend again. Uh, so he gets it, that kind of goals. But as as I say, there's a one player I noticed, Cody Gakpo, he's called. He's supposed to be going to Manchester United. They're supposed to be interested in him, but he'll definitely be playing tomorrow. He's in Glasgow with the team. So, but he can lay a ball in a sixpence. And uh, nearly every move I seen at the weekend was him crossing the ball in to look to younger. So I've got to keep going on about that because that, that that's a, that's a game. And one thing I'm going to say is there's no point and playing uh, Yilmaz because, because him at the back post would be a nightmare. It really would. I mean, what, is he five foot two or something like that? <laughs> um, no, we just can't. And we've really got to to get on top of them, try and stop them getting headers, try and get even fouls out just out around about the 40-yard line inwards towards the goal. Really, really dangerous because they just put them right up there. The young is mostly at the back post, starts at the back post and comes forward. And that that Gakpo, he 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 puts some he puts some right onto his head. So that's what you've got to. But as I say, you you you've seen against Monaco. I mean, they were lucky; they shouldn't have beat Monaco. It was just a goal in the last minute. Again, we a header, uh, and and then the winner was a header against Monaco. So that that's where I think we've we've got the we've got to watch. And Goldson and uh, and Davies are. are uh, Sands will need to be up for it. So um, Sands is, isn't the the biggest uh, player. And one thing, one thing against Ajax as well. Ajax had a, a small centre half, and that till he headed. I think it was two or three goals he headed in. So that that's their game. High balls. Till Till's really good in air as well. So uh, even if even if you think oh the young's going off, Till's coming on. It's just stays the same because he he just high balls up to him then. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay, just before you go on your next point, how many podcasts, how many Rangers podcasts actually have somebody on in the country um, where Rangers are going to face opposition, eh? Just saying, like, gallon for you worldwide. And we don't even charge for subscriptions, Colin. I mean, just just a cup of coffee, Colin's looking for, by the way, guys. Uh, but listen, see, see the thing is as well, Colin, he, he, he can admit, David mentioned their Yilmaz, right? Um, and see when, see when he was subbed um, last week for, for Barisic and that, I even said at the game, I thought it was a wee bit bizarre considering how poorly Barisic was, was starting the season. And, and I got that um, Yilmaz obviously might not be completely fit, even though he's done a full pre-season, we're told. Um, it's starting to become pretty apparent that this has probably been... Um, premeditated that they're going to be coming up against someone that, like this and to expect Yilmaz at that age coming into a brand spanking new team um, to come up against something like that might be very very unfair um, listen uh, the sceptic in me as well is um, if Barisic goes in and, and does unbelievably well against them obviously everybody's going to be singing praises if he doesn't Yilmaz is there and then he gets his chance and it's it's cemented that Barisic isn't able to be relied upon um, that's just me probably I'm an overthinker um, I do let everybody around about me and my family know that say that I'm an overthinker but that's the type of stuff that I come up with in mind um, I think as well um, considering the way that Barisic played in the second half there um, it would be incredibly unfair not to give him um, the opportunity considering that he has been in the team for the last few seasons um, granted probably Parkhead um, taken out of this um, when the big games come Barisic tends to, to stand up to it, um, I remember that when we, every, everybody was literally out with Covid when we were lining up against Celtic last season, even Gerard wasn't even able to be there and Barisic was injured and you could tell the first ten minutes that he was he wasn't he, he was nowhere near fit. I've never seen him slide about the park so much. Um but he showed he showed unbelievable heart in that game. And David touched upon it the, the weekend he was he was fighting for everything in the second half and that's when Barisic is good. You can tell when Barisic see if Barisic goes in for tackles, you're like he's in. He's he's and he seems to play better passes, he seems to make better decisions, his crossing seems to be better. It's as if you make him angry, he's a better player call. Aye, the, the Borna Barisic we all love and want to see day in, day out, is that Borna Barisic who was basically trying to swear up to the Celtic away support. That old firm at Ibrox when he was taking a corner, you know what I mean? I think he had the, 
Um, I think he had his inner dad partial on that day, and that's uh, that's Barisic at his best, but Barisic at his worst, he has a heart of a mouse. Um, I think it's interesting. See, I'm now that we're talking about Barisic, I'm, I'm trying to think back to last season. I'm sure in the first half of the season, he did have a half decent spell, and that might have been, I'm pretty sure that must have been around the time where we started seeing Calvin Bassey get more game time at left back. So is it maybe a case that Borna Barisic just responds well to to having competition? Because when we've seen Calvin Bassey move to move to centre half again, that's when Borna Barisic nose dived them. Um, so is it a case that he's raised his game because Yilmaz has came in and he knows he, he can't get away with that? I, I don't really know the um the inner workings of his mind. I just wish somebody could work it out because he's a terrific player. He is. It's you're spot on. It's absolutely fair that he starts tomorrow. A lot of people will be shuddering. Um, like the the keyboard of the follow follow uh, users will be getting smashed when they hear this bit. But as fans, we as Rangers fans, we've got a very one sided um, emotional bank balance where it's very hard to win us background. But the manager, he'll take it in a game by game basis as he should. He'll take it on form and Barisic. Uh, the last couple of games, he's he showed a form that's it's good enough to 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 be starting the morning night. I think you're right with Yilmaz starting that game against Kilmarnock. In hindsight, no, I think it was always clear that it's, it's now clear that Van Bronckhorst just wanted to give him a run out because he's seen Barisic as he's he's number one left back for the time being. Um, so that's good. We need competition all over the all over the squad. Yilmaz is coming in with a good pedigree. Good experience in big games. He should. I want him to have absolutely no doubts in his mind that he can win that jersey for Barisic. But on the other hand, I want Barisic to have no doubts in his mind. This is my jersey. I'm not going to lose it. That's that's a healthy competition that breeds a winning squad. Def, definitely. The thing is, see, see, a lot of these watch games. We certainly well, I do anyway. I watch games and. I'll see substitutions get made or lack of substitutions and um, I'll be thinking very narrow-mindedly of um, why can he not see what we can see. Um, in the grand scheme of things, the preparation for this game hasn't just started a couple of days ago. Um, do you know what I mean? And, and the the talk amongst the management team, the analysis, the probably the tactics that they're doing in the training park, um, has been probably since we, we went through last week. Um, probably even before that, they'll be looking at the likes of Monaco and PSV and looking at opportunities and being able to match up against them. But um, David, maybe a different way of asking a similar question is what I asked you, right? Um, I think we probably we probably know what PSV are going to do with the likes of what you said, right? Um, what would you want Rangers to do tomorrow night? Do you want us to sit back and try and soak it up and, and and try and break with the likes of Matondo and the likes of Kent with their pace? Or do you want to see us high press, chasing everything down till the last kick of the ball? No, well I would I would I would try and keep the ball as far away from a goal as possible. That's uh the I mean look, the young is not gonna score from a header from fifty yards, so that that's uh win the ball in the midfield, that's uh by the way, he's not the, the only. There's a, a young player called uh, Xavi Simons. 
or Simons or how you you you, you spell how you want to say it. And the Dutch way of saying it, Simons. Um, he he he's a really excellent young player. Uh, he's just breaking into the team now, and he scored two at the weekend. So it's not just and Fairman's a good player as well. So I mean, it's not just. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe overstating uh, that that that's all they do. It's not, but um, no, there's they've got some good players in midfield as well. But most most of the players that I saw was was just high balls. Um, Davey, see just on that. Obviously, we we tend to get a lot of crosses in. How good are they at defending crosses? Because I'm just saying, is this guy be who's better at defending? Well, I, I was going to say that. Funnily enough, one of the 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 goals that they, they lost at the weekend was a high ball to the to the back post, and who who was there but Cody Gakpo, and he he jumped like a yeah like a fairy. <laughs> so and the guy headed it back uh, to a player in front in the middle of the goal. What I noticed there there at that that incident, there was about six PSV players. All in a six-yard box, and all standing doing nothing. So I noticed. I noticed that. So actually, a player like like um, Kolak is 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 really perfect for 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 uh, teams that watch the ball. So it, it could be a good night for him. Um, but that was that does they're susceptible to a, to a high ball at the back post as well. But I mean, I mean, if, if you want to stop that Gakpo crossing the ball, you've got to get Tav up the park. Try and get Tav up the park, the park, because that's a that, that's a. If you if you can get them, get them. I mean, I always think the best defence is attack. That's just my way of thinking. And if we've got the ball, they can't score. It's as simple as that. I think as well, David. Um, see, see, obviously, you said about keep the ball away from our side of the park, um, uh, primarily our goal. See, see for Rangers to do that, the only way that I see is doing it successfully is the high press. Um, Rangers, from even even like when Warburton was here, we had better players in the, in the championship back then, right? But see, when we when we sat off and we kind of just allowed play, teams to play, the likes of Hearts primarily. Um, I mean that that season, um, if we if we really went toe to toe with that team, uh, granted we had to really we had to push up a gear in terms of a level of player, um, but um, if we really went toe to toe with teams like we've done since the moment that Gerard stepped in, um, Rangers Rangers always always play better. Um, I've not seen Rangers sit back and, and soak up pressure and do it well. Um, I mean, even when we play in Europe. It's, it's a controlled way that we do it. We don't do it like, see, like the likes of Kilmarnock. We're incapable of playing football that way. Um, if we do that, we're going to get absolutely horsed. Um, I can see Colin nodding away there. What's your thoughts on it, Colin? I don't have, like, as fans, like, obviously, we are demanding, like, and so we should be, but you probably don't think about how hard it is to be the manager of a club like Rangers, where it's effectively two jobs you're doing. Because I, you need to set up to go toe to toe in Europe, and Rangers are set up to go toe to toe against teams above their weight. We've seen that. 
But no, everybody domestically wants to go toe to toe ways. So you can't you can't train for that style of play. You can't practice that. You need to adapt a completely different style, and that's where I think sometimes you maybe forget how hard that must be to train for a full week in a certain style of play, and then just change it when a European game comes up, and then change back. And no, I think um, like only. The list not only four home nations. He keeps on saying this is Ibrox, and we've seen Ibrox as a, a place that teams should teams are fearing coming to in Europe now. PSV are a good good side, and let's be honest, they probably fancy this as much as we are. But we've got we beat better teams in the last six months. We have. Um, we are we're a good enough side to beat PSV if we go toe to toe with them. It's not something. This isn't a. A Walter Smith 2008 run, we need to nick a lucky goal. If Rangers play their best tomorrow and Ibrox is how we expect it to be, Rangers will win. Um, and that's not that's not a cocky, that's not overstating, but that's the level Rangers are at now. Yeah. And do you know, see for the moment that it started coming out that Rangers Football Club were wanting us as a collective to, to wear blue, It's you can see what they're doing. They're, they're, they're wanting this game to be like electric I've watched I've watched highlights of some of the PSV games and, and it's similar throughout Holland like I, like I said I sat in the Feyenoord end um, when, we, when we played them away and see the first corner that they got like it, I mean I was in amongst it I, God knows what it was like when it, the players that were on the park but I shat myself because they, they celebrate corners like we do when we score against the other mob um, honestly, and see when they score, there's pints getting launched, there's the place just erupts. Um, and I've seen the likes of Ajax, PSV, they're all very similar. The Dutch teams are they're, they're very, very fanatical. Um, and and they, they put it into the stands, and, it, and it, it's, it's a cracking atmosphere. It's, it's very similar. Like I think they're quite similar in terms of their atmosphere to, to British teams. Like um, I know Hart and Hand speak about it a wee bit where it's like the droning noise that you get in like Turkish football and even German football to a certain extent it's like it's it's always one like orchestrated can be quite mundane whereas British football and Ibrox especially and, and Dutch football seems to be quite reactive to what's happening on the park um, going off on a bit of a tangent there but I think um, again Rangers doing well on the park comes hand in hand, especially in the last few seasons with what's happening in the stands. Um, Davey, I know that you're obviously stranded in um, a foreign country uh, waving the flag for us, but um, see when you're watching the games on the telly, does it does it come across that how how passionate your fans actually are? Because it's sometimes I wonder because it it's like you watch you watch you watch it on the telly and you go. Does it really come across the same as what it is in the stands? Because when we're in the stands, it's absolutely madness at the week, uh, midweek. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I, yeah, it comes across that, that it's that it's you can hear that it's a big crowd and that there's good singing and there's the, the whole you see the whole crowd. I've obviously I, I was at the Rangers and Celtic game. Well, I think it was no, it wasn't the last Christmas, but the Christmas before, and. I was up in the club deck and it was just crazy. It was absolutely brilliant. So I've sort of known about it. And it's funny, I don't want to go off in a, a bit. I used, to, I used to have to go out and sit in the car and listen to football, listen to Rangers. 
And it was quite funny. The neighbour used to come out we used to walk his dog. And Rangers had just scored, so I was jumping up and down and <laughs> banging the dashboard. So that's the way I started. I mean, now it's, in the days we didn't have uh, computers or, or things like that where we could watch television from everywhere. Hey, I'm just laughing at the thought of some poor random passing by and just seeing this car rocking and that guy screaming, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's the way it was. So I mean, the, the car was the car radio was the only radio I could get. The, I could get the games on. And it was always, in the days, it sort of came and went and came, went and come and go. And it, You're not always, helping the point I was trying to make, girl. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, the neighbour neighbor thinks I'm crazy anyway, so <laughs> that was, uh, but no, it's, uh, it, it does come across. But, I mean, the commentators say often enough, you can hardly hear yourself speak here. So I mean that's that's a that's that's a big thing about it. You, they they let you know as well, but you can you can hear the, the, the atmosphere. There's but of course when Rangers are playing good, you're you're built up yourself as well. I mean I know last week when Tav was taking a penalty, I was absolutely I I, I don't well, I watch or well, I know watch or well, but I, I did watch and uh, no thankfully he put the ball in the net. Class, um, Colin. Just before we start to wrap up things, um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how buzzing are you to get to Ibrox tomorrow and see that blue sea Ibrox? And also, what you earn, more importantly. Well, the reason I've not got my Rangers tap on is because I'm wearing it tomorrow, because we need to wear blue, absolutely. Um, aye, so... It's hard to dress for the morning because it's got to be raining, but it's got to be fucking roasting as well, isn't it? Uh, um, so I look for the skimpiest blue thing that I have. I'm, I'm not so bad because I'm in the main stand, so I'm up with the toffs. <laughs> Very nice. Um, I, I'm 15, 20, 1,000 in a sailor, 1 to 10. I honestly am. I, I can't wait because it's... You know, in one hand, it's a it's a really really hard tie to to get into the Champions League, and if there's a if there's a hard way of getting somewhere, we'll end up finding it. Honestly, like we do do things the hard way. But on the other hand, this is a kind of this is the level we're at, and I'm I'm buzzing. To, like it's another big team, another big challenge coming coming to Ibrox, and I can't wait to see how how my team perform. And I generally. I genuinely, genuinely think we you know, we play our best, and we'll and we've got to come away with the result. And that's a it's it's weird it's weird getting used to that feeling after the last couple of years in Europe, knowing that I'm I'm excited to see how well Rangers do against Porto, Braga, Leipzig, Dortmund, Feyenoord, and now PSV. Like it's still hard getting used to it because we me and you spoke about it on a couple of pause ago, Craig. Um, we're all kind of scarred for the nineties, two thousands. It's a it's a completely different Rangers now. So I can't wait. Hundred percent. We're all going to be wearing blue. Um, David, what's what's your plans for the the morrow for the game? Are you are you going to be watching it live? Hopefully. Um, yeah. I'm getting I'm getting operated on tomorrow, so uh, I've got I don't know I don't know how I'm going to be at night. So I, I hope I'm I'm good enough to 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 watch the game. So that's a it's a bit of a question that I don't really can't really answer just now. I just need to see how I'm like tomorrow. So, but if 
it's at all possible. I'll be, I'll be there. I won't, I won't be wearing blue. I don't think. I, I, I've not got a blue shirt that fits me anymore. <laughs> so all, all my football shirts, uh, they're okay to hear, as I said the other week. And after that, there. But I, I thought I was going to keep losing weight, so I was, I, I was putting off buying the new one until I'd lost a bit of weight. But I think I, I'm as well just buying a, a big one. <laughs> but um, no, I'll be. I'll, hopefully, I'll, I'll be okay to to watch the game and uh, supporting the same as I always do. My wife, my wife, my wife thinks I'm crazy because all of, all of a sudden I started when if Rangers score, I just, I'm, she's total, there's total silence, and all of a sudden it's yes, <laughs> and uh, she she jumps at her skin nearly. <laughs> Do you know I was going to say, David? You could probably wrap yourself up in all these scars that you've got in that background. You get out of one of the guys that stand outside Edmondson Drive. Um, <laughs> well, but, I, was, um, I, I was surprised at the guys. I mean, and. and uh, when I went to Leipzig, the the the, the guys were still walk, run, walking about there selling their scarves, so they they must go with the the, the, the team as well. <laughs> Definitely. Well, listen, see you on behalf of everybody in, um, on the pod. Um, I think it's it's quite easy to say that every single one is just, uh, behind you, one hundred and ten percent, buddy. And, um, I always look forward to your messages um, on WhatsApp. Some of them are recent. <laughs> For them that doesn't know, Davies get like the best garden that I've ever seen in my puff, by the way. Um, unbelievable. Um, right, Colin, score prediction for the Mora. What are you, what are you going for? Is the, is the heart ruling the head? Is the head ruling the heart? Oh, no, you know, I, I jump before I think in this pod, honestly. Um, I'm glass half full. Like, um, I'm going to go 2 0 Rangers. I think um, it's between 2-0 and 3-1. I think we're good enough to go a Holland with a, a two-goal lead. The question marks on whether, like, will we just keep the concentration levels high at the back? But no, I'm going to go 2-0 to the Rangers. And can I just give a shout-out to Fraser Muir, who asked in the pod a belt the question. And that, that needs a, a whole pod in itself. If you could have one player over the last 20 years playing tomorrow, who would it be? Just what he gave my show. Um, Ronald De Boer, I would have my favourite player. And I, I was trying to work out, I was still playing for Rangers 20 years ago. But no, tangent uh, 2 0 to Rangers for me. Ideal. Davey, what, what are you going for the more, buddy? Well, for, for a player from the from the past uh, that, that really hurt PSV, I'll go for Bobby Russell because uh, probably before your two times. But I'll go for him because he. Uh, he scored the third goal, I think, in the in the three two game when we beat them at PSV. Funnily enough, I was looking at a, a, a website today and they had all the games, and they did every every game except that one. So <laughs> they don't want to they don't to remember that one. So, but um, what I think um, I was going to say two 0 as well, but since Collins went two 0 I'll go three <laughs> one. But I, I should really say I think we both had four 0 last first for Saturday. Yeah. So, I had 4-0. Uh, so maybe I should, maybe I should go over the 2-0 as well. I've, I've got a feeling that PSV might score, so I'll go for 3-1. By the way, Davies normally quite... Uh, not going to say accurate, but he's, he's normally kind of a bit of a pessimist. So see if he's saying 3-1, it starts making me a bit more confident. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to go with Colin on 2-0, by the way. Um, I think if we were to get a 2-0 victory against them at home, it gives us... 
a wee cushion to go against as well. If they score, then it's no absolute panic stations um, in the away game. Um, but any kind of victory tomorrow night for me would be unbelievable. Um, and it would be another achievement that this Rangers team um, have, have managed to, to get in Europe. Um, to answer the, the question, um, again, Colin, that could actually be an episode. Um, genuinely could be an episode. Because first of all, I was thinking Barry Ferguson. But could it's that whole Gerrard and Lampard thing. Could, could Ferguson play with Lindstrom? Uh, I suppose we'll never know that. But I would actually go for Michael Moles. Um, I think the way that he, he ran them riot... Um, that, that season in Europe, he was just phenomenal. Do you know what I mean? It was like uh, the, the most turn and every time he got the ball, he just thought he was going to score. Um, but aye, going for a 2-0 victory. Um, right, guys, that's us um, coming to the end of the show. Thanks for everyone that's, that's tuned in. Thanks for everybody that's been putting in comments and participated tonight as well. Um, on behalf of the gallant few, um, I wish you all a good night and um, hopefully... On Thursday night, Colin and the guys are going to be on talking about another famous victory for Glasgow Rangers. And they're going to be looking ahead to the, the Hibernian game next Saturday, well, this Saturday as well, guys. Um, so, I, uh, I'm starting to get a wee bit more buzzed. Um, I'm uh, probably going to wake up tomorrow and, as usual, the tunes are going to be getting played. Um, I'm working in Trun tomorrow, so if you're in Trun, guys, look out for a van that's playing uh, a few uh, Rangers-related songs. Um, but I, on behalf of the gallant few, we are the people. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.